Seems as though I've lived my life on the bad side of the moon. Just stir your drags and sickness still without a rustic spoon. Now come on, people, live with me where the light has never shone. And my hornets flock like hummingbirds, speaking in a foreign tongue. Isn't my life, isn't my life, isn't my life, my life, isn't my life, isn't my life, isn't my life. All right, what's going on, everyone? Episode 45, Michael Jordan, post-baseball era. What's going on, everybody? Uh, we're very excited to be back. We got uh, a bunch of things going on the podcast today. So we have two co-hosts that will also be taking Tom and I uh, on in the Corny's Quiz. Obviously, we're 0-1-1, pure choke job, um, questionable quiz master, uh, Mason Savage, two in the first one. We'll, we'll address everything. Um, but we have Roberto Bagnato, a friend of the show, partner of the show, any way around the show, this guy's intertwined with it. So uh, he he's here. Roberto, how you doing? Good, guys. Good. Thanks for having me. How are you guys doing? Fantastic. Fantastic. And did you, did you say intertwine? Like intertwine. That? Intertwine. Wow. Like Tom, Spidey's web. To be uh, criticizing grammar over there. Right? I don't know. Have you seen Spider Man yet, Jim? Because I know you're supposed to. Go. Uh, no. And and, and obviously now movie now movie done. theaters. It's brutal. Anyways, we'll have to stream it illegally. Anyways, um, our next guest, uh, another friend of the show, his appearances are starting to rack up uh, here on on the BTV uh, podcast. And it's always a pleasure to have him. Father of Thomas Vlahos, Paul, Pauly Vlahos. How you doing? Uh, I'm doing well, Alex. Thanks. uh, Thanks for the intro. And uh, although I may have been on the show now my second time it just goes to show you can you can make the the btb podcast and not be an athlete of any sort um, <laughs> in, North, in northern ontario um i may have been an athlete back in high school 35 years ago but 40 years ago however old it was but anyway thanks thanks for having me on and uh we can have a share a couple laughs with uh with you guys and uh, keep producing what you're doing because it's lots of fun Absolutely. All right. And now to, to obviously the, the regular guys, the regular guys around the show, uh, Mason Savage, who has gone on an adventure. Uh, so we'll see how sharp he is as a quiz master today. But uh, Mace, talk to let's, us about your yeah, Christmas let's break. Let's hear it yeah. all like in two let's minutes. Let's hear the Christmas Mace, break, like... brother. Okay, two minutes. Let's go. Uh, flew to Revelstoke on the 23rd. Started the morning off with a car battery that was dead, so had to Uber XL to the airport. From there, we flew, then drove through a snowstorm down the craziest highway in the world. It felt, felt like it was like 69, but on the highway 69, but on one side, it's a it's a mountain that poses an avalanche danger. You're driving through tunnels that are protect you from avalanches. And on the other side of the highway is a fall to your death. So uh, a little terrifying. Dan Eddy drove the whole way. Um, and then we get to Revelstoke, have to learn, relearn how to ski. I've only skied on March breaks after the NOHA tournaments in minor hockey. So posting back to 2012, uh, it's my oh. last time really skiing. But Laura Eddy, uh, my girlfriend, took a lot of uh she was patience. amazing on yeah. the video, dude. Oh, my God. Oh, she, she's an elite athlete. <laughs> honestly we'll have this, to have her on the box ex- yeah this is an extreme sport 
Athlete or not, um, though, Chim, she's gonna have her. Own yeah, life. we. She's gonna go on. Uh, <laughs> unbelievable. I learned a lot about ski, ski language, ski lingo, uh, bluebird mornings. Uh, you can huck off stuff. Um, what is that? Pillows. What? All, yeah. This like when Polly texted me, it's all for, foreign language. <laughs> And I'm just uh, ripping down like moguls <laughs> with like trying to keep my pizza a little more French fry, but yeah. So then I, I get called <laughs> in to go on the cat skiing trip and cat skiing is a whole other beast too. So they fly us in a helicopter to this remote lodge. Okay, we should have there... got you a GoPro for two weeks. <laughs> what, what are yeah. doing? No go. You can't wear a GoPro because it, Breezes so fast. Laura bought one right before the trip, and we have wow. got maybe 40 minutes of footage. Um, powder skiing is completely different than resort skiing. I learned that the hard way. I had a full scorpion. My skis went over my head. I did a front flip into the powder at one point. It, it was an adventure. Yeah. Uh, New Year's was a little different, obviously. So there's no real socializing at the lodge. So Kind of just did a little countdown and went skiing in the morning, three full days of that. And then an adventure coming home with cancellate flights canceled and no staff work in Air Canada. The airport, there's a two kilometer line. It felt like uh, to the Air Canada desk. And I made it home. I'm staying away from everyone for a little bit just in case and looking forward to making my rink out on uh, Black Lake. Well, we'll have and to I make it. That's unbelievable. Yeah, that's the most I've talked on any episode, I think. A hundred percent. We'll have it. to make a meme of like Mace's head on planes, trains, and automobiles uh title page. That is unbelievable. Um, just quick question before I turn it over to Tom. Is that cardigan? Is that from Thready Thrifts? Where, where's that wonderful cardigan from? Uh no, this is my ski sweater. I needed I wanted to fit in with Laura's family last year. I wasn't skiing at that point, but I wanted them to think I could do it. So now I'm, uh, I think I'm fully inaugurated into the Eddie family. A hundred percent. You took a beating out there. Weeks. So yeah, exactly. Well, wait I'm till they get it. some footage to share with you guys. Yeah. I thought you guys say wait for the wedding, which I mean, I thought maybe you proposed <laughs> on top of the mountain, but, um, Mace, like, nor have I ever been on a, like skiing trip or whatever, snowboarding trip, like. Is there a way that you can like end off the day with like, you know, is there like hot tubs and like spa around where you can like warm up? Like, like, does that. The the house we were staying at in Revelstoke had a hot tub, so oh. we couldn't do any socializing after the, after like a prairie right. ski at Revelstoke. So we just go back to the hotel or back to the lodge that we were staying in and had our own private hot tub and a couple. Couple in there. Yeah, <laughs> it, it was quite an experience. Good stuff. Good stuff, me. That's awesome. I, I'm, and, not, I'm actually jealous, Chim. I would love to see you down a hill. Like never in my life. That's one <laughs> thing I'll never do is is I'll never ski. I tore my ACL Why? once. Why though? And I'm not gonna break the rest of my body. Uh, it would just be. <laughs> it, it would be fun for everyone else to watch, but for myself, experiencing it, no, thank you. <laughs> you played uh, hockey though, and it can't be that bad. I've never tried it. We should try it together. Ah. Uh, We'll see. I, I want to That's be there a, we both try it. That's a content piece right there. We'll sponsor it. <laughs> oh, my God. I love it. Um, so, Tommy Blaus, I didn't get to officially intro you, but you chimed in. Uh, how you been, buddy? Been good. Uh, officially started work with uh, BrokerLink Monday. So, LFG. Typical, tip, 
typical first shift you get there you feel like you're loved you get you got like three monitors laptop and they're like yeah it's all yours you got your own little cubicle and then of course i'm setting up this whole thing and there's it issues right away with my password so typical security with high-end companies i mean not a big deal i'll throw that in but now i uh waiting for my next shift because we're waiting here back from it so other than that New Year's was good, obviously quiet. Like I think Mason mentioned that, that we didn't really do too much. Chem, I think you had a party outside because there's you're allowed more people outside. You know, there's fresh air. At the there time, yes. At yes. the time. Yeah. Um and yeah, I mean, other than that, I think we we met before Christmas, didn't we? Christmas was good. I don't think we even talked about like Santa Claus in that, eh? No, we had an episode before Christmas. We haven't uh, chatted since. So yeah. Santa was good. Santa always treats me good. Good, good. So other good than that, stuff. What about you, Chichima? Hey, everything's good here. Um, yeah, just hanging out. Santa was good. Good to see family. And we're just going to navigate uh, through this next month of whatever this is now. Um, and, that, and that segues great into the weekly lift. All right. So, obviously, uh, we're shut down. We're shut down. This is nuts. Uh, you know, we heard it coming. We weren't sure if it was actually was going to happen. But uh, here we are uh, now. Um, Ontario is shut down uh, in terms of restaurants, gyms, minor hockey. There's a a, a select few people that could still do it. But more or less, we're we're pretty much locked down. Um, So let's send it over. Let's send over a guest of honor, Roberto Bagnato. What's your thoughts on this whole gong show right now? Man, it's just crazy. Like, it feels like we're in the exact same spot that we were in literally a year ago with two, now three vaccines later. And I, I get why, you know what I mean, with the hospitals and that kind of stuff. But I yeah, I don't know. It just seems frustrating, especially from, you know, we've always talked about it at Missing from like a mental health perspective. And like people were already running razor thin prior to the holidays. And then we get to the holidays where you know, I think we're people in this group are very fortunate. You know, we have great families, great relationships with our families, but that's not the case for everyone, right? Where holidays are a really stressful time of year. And a lot of people are coming out of that, um, you know, maybe a little bit more depleted than recharged and refreshed. And then you get the great news from Dougie this week that uh, things are going, you know, back to where they were a year ago. So I don't know. It's frustrating, like from a, a, a kid's perspective too. Like some of these kids in high school spent more time online than in person. Like those are the best, some of the best years Sad, of my life. Yeah. Same thing in, you know, university. Uh, some people spent more time in university online than in person. Some people never even spent, you know, any time in person at university. It's, it's sad. Like it's just crazy world we're in right now. Yeah. Couldn't have said it better, Roberto. Yeah. I a hundred percent agree. Polly, what's your take? Um, thank, thanks for asking. I, I, I think if I get laughed at already, I can't do something with Tommy's right next to me. Um, what the, thank you for asking Alex. Thank you. It's, uh, for, for those of you that, uh, that are comedy fans and, and movie buffs in terms of, um, you know, it's, it's Groundhog Day, uh, once again with, uh, with Bill Murray and, and what's transpired, but, but what's funny when you look across North America and you have different provincial guidelines you have different state guidelines where you can have Montreal and Toronto shut down they can play NHL games not have any fans and then south of the border you got 18,000 folks um not masked generally and and there for three hours sitting shoulder to shoulder where we know uh where we know it's there so 
um, I think, and and I'm all for health precautions, and I, I've got a team of 16 planners that I need to worry about. And stuff. But um, I, I think at some point, we, society will have to will have to understand how to live with it, and and not get locked down or 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 do the best that we can to stay quasi open and, and still protect it. So I don't, I don't have the answer. And, and I think our, our health officials and political folks and everyone else are, are doing what they can, but it's, it's, it's like playing, it's like playing a game, but the, the rules keep changing. Right. So it's, yeah. how, do, how do you navigate that? So, you know, my, my, my hats off to all the healthcare professionals and, and the folks and, and, you know, uh, ensuring, uh, I think we as, as citizens need to and, and ensure we check in with our friends and relatives in terms of the mental health piece. Uh, Robbie, I think you mentioned it well, and uh, just check in and, and make sure we're, you know, pick a buddy or a friend once a day and, and reach out to them for a virtual cup of coffee or, or a touch, a touch base point and, and make sure they're, they're connected well and, uh, and be that friend or sounding board for them because it's, um, it'll, it'll be, you know, through January for the most part. And let's hope things turn around so we can all kind of get back to normal and back in the rinks and, back to uh doing what we normally do no doubt no doubt yeah thanks go we'll go to the right of your shoulder tommy any thoughts that's hard to follow it up but um a few things i was just gonna say restaurants are suffering the worst right now um so obviously i think everyone should once in a once a week uh order takeout to support you know local businesses i know uh, obviously pnms is doing delivery now which is good to see all these businesses in the last two years have to adapt to you know tons of different stuff so um what i don't get is that we're literally in the same spot 24 months later like minus you know everyone pushing to get vaccines and this and that we're literally in the same scenario as when we first started this alex like i still remember like our first conversation about this like how crazy it's been but now fast forward two years we're in the exact same spot so anyways um, Twitter was an absolute goldmine after the uh, next lockdown. It was absolutely unbelievable to read. I saw so many people tweeting. The best one was uh, was Brandon Sovey, Connor Sovey's brother. He said, if Doug Ford can name five pieces of equipment in the gym, then he's allowed to close it. <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny. Pretty savage of him too. But like, I don't know. Like I mentioned before, and I think on the last episode, there hasn't really been there's been viruses in the world, but nothing really this severe where they've had a plan to go back to in the past. That's worked, right? Like nobody, like it's new to literally everybody It's new, even to the, like the smartest people in the world being the doctors. So, I mean, hopefully then soon, who knows, but now everyone's like skeptical and getting the third shot and this and that, and who knows, it's crazy what world we're leaving. So I want to hear Jim's thoughts about this. My number one thing, and it'll always stay consistent, is this has been a, a political thing rather than a, a a major health issue from right from the get go, and it's only gotten worse. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's and that's why we're so divided on this whole issue. If everyone was just on the same page and trusted the science, but no one trusts anything anymore. That's just the the world that we live in. Um, but I think right now, what we know, we know more obviously than two years ago. There's the Omicron, the Decepticon, obviously that, and and then there's the IHU. Did you hear about that new one in France? That's a whole other new variant that's even more contagious than Omicron. So we're at a point where maybe we thought we could control it two years ago. There's no controlling this anymore. I think it's going to run its course. People are going to get it. You know, if you're vaccinated, it should help. But 
So this thing's just going to run its course. People are going to have to either get it or be vaccinated and then we can live life again. But how, how awesome is that? PCRs is don't even, you know, don't, don't get them anymore, basically. And that's so. it. When, when you run through this course, when you don't know off the hop and then you start learning about it, it's, 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 it's hard. It's hard to fathom what, what's been happening, but hopefully it's only 21 days. Um, and, and that's it. I, I can't see us. I could see us going uh, longer than that, but it's just, it's not good for everyone. Not good at all. Um, Mace, you got anything, buddy? Um, yeah. Well, just the school schooling part of it all sucks. Oh, I'm yeah. supposed to be going into Llewellyn mid-February. And I understand why they're closing them down because there's actually just not enough teachers to work like safely in the schools if they all the teachers get it. You know what I mean? You have to take the precautions so it doesn't overwhelm the education system, the healthcare system. But like you said, it, it does seem political now and just seems like this information was given to us weeks ago and everyone kind of knew where this was going. Like we predicted it, not we ourselves, but people were predicting it. So yeah, it just sucks that it was inevitable that we were going back to this stage. Yeah. I was I was in BC, obviously not great idea traveling right now, but we had tons of money invested into it. And I'm just reading all the cases. Now it's they don't even report the case numbers anymore. From from schools, yeah, they're gonna they're gonna stop reporting cases too. No, but even in yeah. general, like yeah, if you feel like you have COVID, they don't even want they care for <laughs> yeah. to like and, I don't know, just bunker yeah. up. And maybe it's just to step in here, the amount of people that I know, like officially, like it's almost like kind of crazy to say that have tested positive for this thing now is like ridiculous. Like friends, family, like but that's people, just that's what this thing's know, gonna but do. Like why, why gonna get... like now, like it's like two years later, why not we just like party like it was you know the world was ending when it first started? We all get it and now we're just like we're like the states, so like I don't know. Like it's no crazy. One, I can no like, one watch an NHL there. game, leaves Edmonton probably going to be sold out like tonight if it was a packed arena obviously because mcdavid's in town there's not one single person in there like rather than paul coffee in the press box uh, uh box like ridiculous and then you flip it over to tampa and whatever whoever they're playing or vegas last night it's like whatever anyways i know when talking about partying like the world's ending did you see that airplane going from yeah that sunwing one yeah, yeah unbelievable. so wild yeah. It's like Project I, X, I, Y, and Z on an airplane. I haven't seen this. I want to see this. Yeah. Yeah. They just they came out. Each one is now going to be a could face fines up to fifty thousand bucks, six months in jail too. And it was like a full. Uh, it was a rager. Yeah. Or just it? these Quebec influencers or something like that. Yeah. Like, wow. Yeah. Yeah. I heard yeah. they're called the Quebec Kardashians <laughs> or something on today. Yeah. Bananas. Bananas. Uh, yeah. And uh, the big topic that really came out of all of this is now now there's some ex- exemptions for sports. Now, you know, when when some when some uh, sports got completely canned. Now, here we are. We the world juniors got canceled. Um, OHL is going to now they're going to play, but they're going to play without fans. Um, a couple other sports are considered elite. But the biggest one is university sports. OUA sports will not be able to go on. They're not considered elite. If anyone's on social media from Ontario, the hashtag OUA is elite is 
been flying around. Um, so that's been a big gong. So what's everyone's take on that? If you're going to shut it down, you, you shut down everyone or you got to include OUA in, in other sports? Whoever wants like, to take it. Yeah. The OUA part is, I don't know. I consider it elite if you're getting money from the team you're playing, like you're earning an income. Like, I don't know. That's the always like the way I've seen as elite, but there's all there's OUA athletes on these like hockey teams, like the men's teams or whatever that are better than some OHL players, you know? So it's like, cause they're older, but they're also there. Their main, they're playing OUA sports, but their main reason is to be in school. It's not to play the sport. Like the, you can ask any OUA athlete, like they're there cause they're good at the sport, but it's a bonus because you know, they're, they're going to Ottawa because, you know, their program's there, but I'm actually kind of gifted at golf. So I'm going to play on the golf team or like, you know, the all, every OHL athlete is there just to play hockey. There's not really anyone that's in school. Right. So I, I get it though. And I feel bad because I, you know, I'd like to see Jacqueline and all our buddies that play OUA continue on their season because they're suffering just as bad as, you know, the kids we coach, you know, so it's like, well, and there's a, you're a perfect example. It doesn't really go against your argument, but, yeah, Brett moved down. You know, he wanted to play hockey right now, and now he can't right now. Yeah, but it was a bonus. It, it, it obviously was a bonus. Hockey first, but a, obviously a good business program there that he was for sure. Was and he'd still be able to wrench if it never got cut. Like, well, like, exactly, exactly, you know? for sure, so, for sure. I don't know. I see both ways, but I I do agree with all the Twitter backlash, and I I am on like both sides. Like, I do think they're elite in some sense, but they're there because it's like a bonus to their sport too. I don't know. Paul, you had you had your hand up. Yeah, it's a good thing you you invited on a banker for this. So, <laughs> at the end of the day, the answer rhymes with honey, and it's money. So, the OHL, there's a uh, own, there's owners, there's they they generate revenue and profit, and they'll keep the NHL and larger leagues up and running. Um, U sports and at the university level, yes, competitive, yes, there. But I mean, even at a you know a, a university of Western hockey game, and they're playing Crosstown Ravel or, or Wilford Fleurier, they'll have two or three hundred folks. So the program's paid for; they have the tuition. Yes, it it sucks if you're an athlete, and and I come from the school. Yeah, anyone I've I've seen, and I know people, and um, you know whether it's basketball, hockey, they they six seven days a week two a day or and everything else their whole routine is similar to what an ohl or, or any other elite athlete would do but if if there's no season for two or three months uh most people unfortunately unless you're involved right right there with it and in it don't um don't know it exists or, or think they might care but but it's not it, it's not a revenue generating piece so it's if it's got money attached to it more or less It'll work. If it doesn't, it um, it's gonna be reviewed. Yeah, my my thing on this uh, on this um, is, yeah, okay. There, there's elite sports for sure, but the the number one group of of the population that has been getting killed by this whole thing, their development, everything is grassroots and mm-hmm. and minor hockey, minor sports, schools. There have been the number one people that have been affected by this socially, physically, mentally, every way you look at it. 
like the kids like that we coach, I feel terrible for them. I would never, I could never imagine having two years of this, you know, ripped from me. They don't understand how good they have it right now. Like, like, you know, being in a, on a hockey team and, and playing yeah. a, a good level of hockey. They don't, they won't realize it till, till they're older like us and, and now want to coach, but they, they're losing out so much. Um, and, you know, they're not the main cause of this. The whole time, Tom, you know, we co- we had one COVID scare, uh, I think, uh, in, in our league. So yeah, one that, COVID that, scare that we had to isolate for two weeks and we're all double vaccinated. It makes total sense. But yeah. Keep, and, keep, and now keep. you don't have to. Right. So it's weird. Yeah. <laughs> it's weird times. Um, but that's what I feel bad for most. I don't think they deserve it. Um, and also the other thing, don't try to modify the rules of any type of sport. It's just stupid. Like, it, like, honestly, don't, don't change hockey. Like hockey's hockey. You can't make it like basketball, like make basketball rules and put it in hockey. It doesn't make sense. Um, just leave it the way it is. Either we do it or we don't. That's the way I look at it, but it is what it is. Anyone else got any other points on this before uh, we move on? Good to go. Everyone, yeah, Jim. The one thing I would say too, if I think everyone's frustrated on whether it's sport, even healthcare related, is like it seems like we're constantly getting a new message, like every three days, four days from the government. You know what I mean? Like even school related. Like it was December thirty first that they got uh, when that okay, you're going to be going back on the Wednesday after um, coming back instead of you know whatever it was the Monday yeah. or Tuesday, and then you know uh as we approach that date okay well now you're going to be online for three weeks well same thing with sport they announced it was you know arenas were capped at a thousand fans which you know it's it's tough for some but from an ohl perspective you can maybe make it work with ticket sales and i know Polly was talking about money like let's be honest the ohl teams are running very very thin right now for everyone if you're not the london knights like maybe yeah. kitchener yeah. you're surviving everyone else is struggling so from a thousand fans, maybe you can make it work, but zero fans for three weeks. Like that's for many of these teams, like Sudbury, North Bay, like even the Sioux, that's almost suicide. Like on next year, if you can't have fans next year, like yeah. you might see some realignment in the UHL with some new owners because like some of these guys can't afford it anymore. And while it's, you know, it's a hobby for some, like you can't be losing millions of dollars for now. It's going to be, you know, three years in a row. Like it's tough. So anyways, I think the one common thing is this mixed messaging from the government, like, I know it's tough. I don't want to be in their situation either, but somebody's got to figure this out and give us some sort of directive. Like we're not the only people in the world dealing with COVID too, right? So anyways, yeah. frustrating. I'm sure everyone's in the same boat here too. Yeah. The, the, oh, it's all may have to go MLS structure. They're the owner of every team. We learned that, eh? Claude Vincent's class, Tom. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I Like you mentioned, Tim, the, the social part of like the kids we coach, they're literally like growing up on their phones now, like in these lockdowns, like being a part of like Sucks. our parents put us in sports to like, obviously learn the aspects of being a team player in that, but like learn like how to keep conversation, like make friends, new friends that you can, will have for the rest of your life. Like these kids will, they're like what, two and a half years now of like in and out of the dressing room. Like it's anyways, brutal. I'm worried about them when they're our age. That's all. We'll have to find out. Uh, I'm, I'm worried about you guys at your age. Yeah. <laughs> and, and you guys didn't have COVID. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Too good. Uh, all right. On to some lighter news, some non COVID news, uh, some big soccer news. So, obviously, you have two Italians uh, on the podcast and a Greek. 
uh, you know, soccer. Two Greeks. Two Greeks sorry. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, One we're going to be a family of Greeks. We're going to be talking about soccer. And if no one knows who Lorenzo Insigne is, get to know him. Um, and if you're not a fan of TFC, hop on the bandwagon. Uh, TFC pulled off, uh, like, this is like history, like remarkable, taking a guy from his prime at one of the top leagues of Europe in Serie A, which is Italian league, pulling him from there because they could offer more money than that league, which is unbelievable, um, and, and pulled him in. In his prime, he's going to the MLS. MLS has always been kind of like the little brother to all the leagues. Like, it's just, ah, like, it's like a retirement league. When, when the guys are, like, out of their prime, that's where they go play. Beckham started it. Now, MLS making big moves. In his prime, Lorenzo Insignia, the Italian connection, he's coming to TFC. I think it's $11.5 million over each year for five years with four and a half in bonus uh, structure. So unbelievable stuff. That's more money. Like It was like triple the pay he was going to make staying with the club in Napoli was. I think it was something like that. It was stupid. Yeah. Um, but anyways. This- Sorry to interrupt. Yeah, yeah. Just to interrupt quickly. Like, I don't have too too much to say, but I think he is bigger than like when Beckham signed. No, Chimino. I was listening to that about like he is from what Dennis was telling me. Like, this is when I know like the guy's good. He's listed as 86 overall in FIFA. I'm like, okay, he's good. Like, yeah, an 86 overall in FIFA doesn't go play in the MLS. Like, yeah, he, he's know? one. Of, he's one of the best best players on the Italian squad. Um. He's make a ton of coin. And now um, it makes me that I have him into a game and I'm like, obviously I like soccer. I'm going to go now. It's just to see this guy. hundred yeah. percent. It was, it's kind of, it, it's like, now. it's funny because like when Juvenko, if you don't remember, so that's Juvenko came, but he was yeah, yeah. kind of out of his prime. Well, little, but he, he was still kind of like on the uh, end of his end of his prime going into out of it. Um, and the impact that guy had, that was unbelievable. Insignia coming in as prime, they're actually kind of like the same height, which is hilarious. They're more <laughs> short Italian dudes, but um, like the impact's going to be nuts. nuts. What position does he play? Striker. And oh, uh, sorry, on the wing too. Um, okay, there is there another Italian they signed because there's like memes everywhere, but like they're going to be like passed the ball to the Italians. Like who's this other guy? Now? So the other guy is, is his friend. And I mean, he, um, he's some burnout that's playing. No, 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 he, he's <laughs> no, he's signing. not as good. He's on the squad. Uh, he <laughs> was on the Italian squad. Comes. <laughs> was Bellotti. Bellotti too was. Uh, okay. I, the rumors aren't very strong though. I think, I don't think they'll be able to get him. Um, okay. I could see even maybe Javinko coming back uh, on a, he, he has a house in Toronto still. Um, so <laughs> is Michael been, Bradley still kicking. Is yeah. Still, and his dad, okay. his dad just signed as a coach. He's uh, oh, a coach now to you. Yeah. So let me send it off to my fellow Italian, uh, Roberto Bagnato. What's your thoughts? I mean, this is big news. Like, I don't think people realize like this is the captain of Napoli, like one of the top teams in the Italian league, which is one of the top teams in Europe. Like, going to Toronto FC like this is historic it's almost like a Ronaldo type figure coming to MLS like it's hard I mean hard to compare Ronaldo or Messi or something like that but this is as big of a star as you're ever going to get in major league soccer and now they're talking about you know other rumors of you know maybe Javinko comes back who again he was a you know MLS player of the year like helped them win a championship so I mean this is great for the league it's great for Toronto sports in terms of soccer fan like and soccer fans in Toronto, you're going to have all of Woodbridge, you know, flocking to 100%. games. So from a business move, like 
very, very great business move, especially you look at season tickets there have kind of dwindled the last few years with their performance and not having as many star players and so on and so forth. So, I mean, great move on their end. I think from the casual soccer fan, you're going to, it's going to be a lot of a more exciting game. You're going to kind of come back to some of the memories of Javinko, like a lot more attacking plays. Um, I think historic, probably the last couple of years, they maybe played a little bit more passive, maybe a little bit more through the wings, but you got a guy like Insignia, probably the most talented guy in this league. Like they're going to play through the middle. You know, they're going to wow you with goals from, you know, 30 yards out, 35 yards out. Like it's a free kick wizard too. So, I mean, it's hard not to be excited, um, especially as a Toronto soccer fan. It's, it's really hard not to be excited as an Italian soccer fan too. Again, this is like, you know, a guy who just won the Euro Cup less than whatever it was six months ago, seven months ago, uh, and was a big piece of that too. He was a starter, you know, scored some big goals at Euros as well. So um, massive news. As an Italian Canadian, as an Italian Ontarian, this is, it's the perfect storm. If he went to any other team, I think I'd be a little bit pissed off. But now that he's at TFC, Jim, how come I haven't seen like any videos of you like screaming down like you're straight? Like, don't the, worry, like, it'll come. It'll come, buddy. Like this is like. But on the other hand, it just is. It's starting to show to the European teams, especially these City A teams, that you know they can't they can't compete with MLS teams who have big money. It's absolutely insane, um, the, which is uh, the biggest thing. That's the biggest negative that came from this is on, on the European soccer, um, 100%. But he's a, a TFC member now. It's going to be unbelievable. We'll do some uh, live live reactions from the games. We'll, we'll go to game for sure. Um, anyone else got thoughts on that, or are we going to move on? Good? No, I'm good. Uh, all right, let's do it. Um so no interview this week because we got two great calls, you know, add a little more uh, in, into our topics here. So, um, Tom, obviously we don't have an ad read for our interview. So what was the weekly lift uh, sponsored by today? Well, what a tee up that was. That weekly lift was sponsored by Silvercross and Silvercross Subbury is ran by the best people from the Subbury region. They sell new and recycled home and healthcare equipment from stair lifts, scooters, you name them, they got them. Silvercross Sunbury is ran by first-class people in the name of Dean and Chantel Jacqueline, and they proudly serve North Bay, Espanola, the Manitoulin Island District, and of course here in Sudbury, where they are located on 760 Notre Dame Avenue. Call them at 705-222-0700. That is 705-222-0700 for any healthcare need, and they will hook you up. The pressure was on there with Mike people drop. over too. Yeah, live. I was, trying to, I was trying not to lollygag. Young, yeah, young, Tom, but, young Thomas took to coaching from last week on slow down. Yeah, I almost started. From, from the teacher wannabe. I, I te- felt teacher the, to be. Good I job, felt, Mason. I felt the eyes just like stare. I mean, I just didn't want to lollygag into like giggling because I knew I would have had to do like six more takes. So. Let's not have oh. a repeat of what was it? Episode three. How how many takes did it take to get through the oh, uh, just mission was... ad read? So. I was actually in tears sponsor by the end of that. Happy. Sponsor wasn't happy. I was oh in god. tears. Oh, oh my god. god. I, I couldn't even, I, I literally couldn't read. Like um, <laughs> the words just weren't coming out of my mouth. I, I, I gotta plug in a we miss it. Obviously, we're not there yet, but we ha- we haven't even talked about it. We what? dropped a junkyard dog t-shirts. We haven't even talked about well, that. I thought we were gonna save it about the uh when we brought the missing segment. We can get into it now. 
We'll talk. We can talk about it later. It doesn't wow, matter. Wow, I just killed your bubble there, bud. Like, let's let's get into. Okay, it. let's get into it, yeah, guys. That's... Listen, we told you something big was happening. We were pumped about it. We had to iron out a few details. We're talk- when we talk about months in the making, like this started off on a flip idea. Like we saw that we saw the junkyard dogs. So what happened was is obviously you see the t-shirts of uh, Red Wings, Tyler Bertuzzi, Sudbury Boy. Um, Lucas Raymond and Robbie Fabry, they were chewing out, I think it was Alex Chieson on the um, Vancouver Canucks on the bench. And there's a screen grab of them laughing as they're tripping. It's one of the funniest, fo- like it's hilarious. And on the broadcast, the, the Red Wings announcer actually called them junkyard dogs. Um, so it was perfect. You know, talk to Roberto. It's like, you know, how seriously, how can we, can we, can we actually make this a t-shirt? It's like, yeah, let's try it. So, they're out now. They're live on Misson's website. Go check it out. Go get them. Um, and what we're doing, this podcast is always giving back, especially to local foundations. That's what we're all about. We are going to be donating $5 off every T-shirt sold to the Janice Felino Foundation. Um, that's, you know, we're, we're all about giving back. We always like to change up uh, to who we're giving back to, but obviously keeping it local too. Uh, so we're absolutely pumped about it. So go get them. Um, anyone got thoughts on the junkyard dog t-shirts? Let's send it over to Roberto, uh, our man b- behind this, behind the scenes. Roberto, what, what's your thoughts? Well, the man, yeah, that no, all, I mean, the man that put it all yeah, together. Exactly. Yeah. Right. No, it was a big collab effort. And I mean, I think we'd be hard pressed not also not to thank Tyler Bertuzzi too, for his help and coordination on it as well. And so, um, no, I mean, on our end, uh, kind of create started off as a, a random one-off idea and kind of our little BTB missing group chat and really spiraled. And by the time we got to the Christmas holidays, we had, you know, an illustration of it. We had kind of we sourced the materials, sourced everything and everything's been lined up and they've been really flying off the shelves now too. So it's going to be exciting. Like I think similarly to the BTB hoodies to start to see them kind of around uh, the Sudbury area and maybe knock, knock around the Michigan area too. So uh from our end it's it's kind of one of the more fun projects we do because we can add a little bit more spice and a little bit more life to it since you know a lot of our brand is kind of being very subtle very small um you know very in our feelings this is one of those uh ones where we can really um kind of push out some of the character and some of the partners that we work with too so from our end we're very excited of it uh of the tea and and hopefully they keep flying off the shelves because they're selling really great right now 100 percent. well said 100 percent yeah, go Jim, get you, gotta your, play, you gotta place an order too. No, I gotta, go get I gotta, your junkyard dog t-shirt. Yeah. Go, I know I gotta buy a bunch. Don't worry. What I want, what I wanted to say is obviously how like amazing these t-shirts turn out. But I'm curious to see if like the fans, as in like our listeners, are like they want anything in specific. Like they think, yeah, you know, this would be a cool idea. Like I don't know, shoot us a text. Like you have all our numbers. We're down for then, anything. Yeah, and then we'll see. Like maybe. Like Tim, I think you came up with like seeing after you seen this video, eh? Like it was. Yeah, kind of- I just said I said we should make this T-shirt. Like, like you know, a bunch of these little moments we see a lot of companies like Barstool's number one that do these types of little T-shirts and yeah. they're hilarious. Um, it resonates with a ton of people, and I mean, junkyard dogs is just is perfect. Maybe so, we'll do a cartoon of Mason skis going down a hill or something. Yeah, that'd be a good one. <laughs> Look at Mason. Now that will sell big. Yeah. <laughs> 100%. I think the funny part too of junkyard dogs is it's very reminiscent too of like Northern Ontario sports. Like you think of a lot of the pro athletes that make it out, especially in, you know, hockey, they're kind of those, like they fight for gritty everything. Guys. They fight yeah. for every opportunity. They're gritty. Like 
And I think like, obviously that sums up, you know, Bert's game to a T is like a junkyard dog. And I think it also probably sums up Northern Ontario sports to a T too. I such a great connection as well. hundred percent. Yeah. He had two rips after we, uh, we uh, launched our, our latest he might score video. Four. I was, I was talking Nasty. to Bert today. He's going to score 40 dude. One year. Nasty, nasty dude. Um, anyways, sorry I had to plug that in there, but let's keep going. Uh, now to, to the main reason we're here today the Quarney's quiz. We are here. Uh, Quizmaster has been questionable to say the least. Um, Paul Vlaho. So we, we, we usually want to pick Tom, Tom and I usually pick who we got to face next. Um, we thought Max and, and Meg would have been a good start. We choked. It's okay. We got to trust. As our soon as that happened, okay. Paulie wanted to, you know, Paulie saw an opportunity. He saw, oh yeah, these guys are down and out. Now we're going to just stomp them even more into their grave. So, so he reaches out, he goes, when am I going to come dust you guys? Um, so he, he's here now. Corny's quiz. Um, let's get the ad read and then we'll send it off to the intro. And then we'll obviously have the quiz master explaining what's going on today. Um, so before we get into it, like I said, let's talk to you about this legendary family business. They've been serving Sudbury for over 45 year, years. QOP offers all things office supplies and more. They're locally driven, customer focused, and offer everyday low prices that are affordable and offer the best quality. Next day, delivery is a guarantee. Can't find that anywhere else, folks. Go get it. Visit their store at 67 Elm downtown or online at www.cornies.com. That is www.cornies.com. And there, if you sign up to be a Cornies member, it takes literally 30 seconds. You'll be able to get 10% off the whole store. Go check them out. Now let's roll into the intro for the Cornies quiz. It's the Cornies quiz presented by producer Mason Money Savage. Ladies and gentlemen, episode 45 of the Corny's Quiz. BTB takes a tough L in episode 44, looking to rebound against Polly Vlahos, the creator, and Roberto Bagnato, sponsor to the moon. We have four categories today, gentlemen. Oh, this is Category one, banks. Oh. Category two. <laughs> category That's what category you get for- two. Ottawa, Ontario. Oh, oh my God. Quizmaster. Like, what is this? Category three, sport math. And category <laughs> four, name the player. Oh, Jim. And I have a great Not, not even my summary category today. Oh, Lock my it in. God. Jim. Lock Jim. it in, Robbie. This is a prayer. Absolute prayer. <laughs> like. So we'll let the guests pick the first category. And then they, start. they will start okay. with the questions. I okay, just Tom. Want him. Dial so in here, We've got 30 seconds, and Robbie, I'll I'll let you lock in our final answer um, okay. as we go, and we'll we'll talk about it openly, right? Yeah. Same rules as last time. Just yes, want to make sure. Yes, yeah, let's same go. rules. Okay. No multiple choice this time. Thank so God. For there we go. Answer. Here we go. We're good now, Jim. <laughs> All right, Robbie, you uh, we're hitting that red line. We're go ahead and pick. Okay. I feel like if we don't pick banks, like it's kind of a shot at. I'm, I guess Are I'm the lead off hitter, so I'll, I'll be I'll be the Ricky Henderson, and uh, we'll lead off. Yeah, <laughs> let's right, go for banks. banks. Yeah, banks all right, it is. Roberto, Pauly, what two Canadian cities have arenas whose naming rights are owned by banks? 
Well, Scotiabank Centre is Toronto. And I think Calgary is the other one, the Saddle Dome? Uh, or no, is it changed? T, well, TD, oh, hang on. Uh, Canadian cities, Canadian cities. Canadian right. cities, yeah. Oh, geez, what's this? We're, we're going to draw a blank on the second one here. Um, I think it's Calgary, Polly. I need an answer here, guys. Yeah, that's I good. think we go Toronto-Calgary. Yeah, lock, lock, lock in that. I'm good with that. Locking in Toronto-Calgary. <laughs> that, is, that is correct. Both sponsored by Scotiabank. <laughs> what are you ringing me? <laughs> good job, Robbie. I'm trying to get you guys going. Teamwork, is it, teamwork. Is it, what is Calgary the TD place? Like what? No, Scotia Bank. Saddle Dome. Is there not a TD place? Vancouver used to be, I think. Boston. Oh, Boston. TD Garden. Dude, I watched so many yeah. games in Boston this weekend, and that stupid. Is that another? Is that a question? TD Garden. Anyways, <laughs> next, next, next. Good job, boys. Okay, talk. Right. Hey, come on now. BTB. Uh, question two from Banks. TD Gardens and Capital One <laughs> Arena are home to which NBA teams? Okay, Boston Celtics and, and Washington. And the Washington Wizards. Wizards, yeah. Done. That's correct. Yes. One, one. Oh, Easy money, Tom. That's Easy money, Tom. Fed. Yes. <laughs> We're in a game there, uh, my friend. <laughs> All right, we we're go. moving into Ottawa, Ontario. So, yeah. Polly and Roberto. Yes. What are the past two names of the Ottawa Senators' home arena? Currently known as Canadian Tire Center. Holy Robbie Carell 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 Center and Carell Center. Carell Center I don't was know if one past two though. No, so two two former um, and and the one would have been um, <laughs> Robbie. You got to know this. Same location. Sa- same location. Yeah. What it was. Yeah. Um, same location. Yeah. I should know this. This is a shot in the dark at my senator's past. Yeah, let's All go. Right, give me an answer here. So yeah, the there Carell it is, Center, The Corral Center and has been school. locked in. Scotiabank Center? No! Let's go. Yeah, let's go, Scotia. let's go Scotiabank okay. Center. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to give it to you guys, but it's Scotiabank oh. Place. Yes, but that's yes, allowed. You got, that's the two, allowed. Yeah. you got the two. I'll two be a friendly guy. Names. That's allowed. Okay, Jim. At Jim, the buzzer. Right. At the Jim, buzzer, Jim. 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 Any, if if Mace just like really quickly says we need an answer, just give another forty-five seconds. Yeah, but yeah, I had enough good. time to go run a lap outside. Like it's like extra Tom, time in soccer. Mad. All right, Tom. Well, I hope you know the answer yeah. to this one. Oh, so BTB, the Ottawa Red Blacks came into the league in 2014. What stadium hosted that game? Oh God! I got it, Robbie. Is it? It's it, what? What do you think, Tom? Is it? Did they? Did they have TD? Is it uh, TD? It's, uh, it's Lansdowne, dude. Lansdowne Stadium. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's yeah. Lansdowne. Okay. I, I don't know if it's called Lansdowne Stadium, but it's Lansdowne. He's got to give us that because TD Lansdowne Stadium. No, no, Lansdowne. It's Lansdowne, Lansdowne Stadium. Final answer. Okay, it's it. It's TD it's, Place in Lansdowne. Yeah, like, that's, you, you kind of, uh, give, at, it, give it to him. Give it to All right, him. Yeah, I'll give, give it to you guys. Uh, <laughs> both of those are questionable. One. I said right, TD Lansdowne Center. That fucking hey, one, 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 two, two, <laughs> now, now for the guts of it. This is the fun stuff. Yes. Sport math. What hey, the Tom. people love. Oh. Okay. All right. Roberto. Tom, do the math. Polly, you ready? Yep. Yeah, we're good. Name a player that wears the jersey number that is equal to the sum of Sidney Crosby and Tom Brady's jerseys combined 87 plus 12 
is 99. 99. So does Gretzky. he have to be, does he have to be a current or former player? Uh, Roberto said it. It's Wayne Gretzky. 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 Thanks, Paul. Final yeah. answer. Jim. That, that was quick. I thought I, Jim, I should have given legit, that one to the final answer is Wayne Gretzky. Layup. Yeah. The great one. Jim, right, if three, we don't two. Tom, Tom, that's, that's not a layup. layup for you guys. I'm going to tell you that right now. <laughs> See, the guests always get the uh, the the adding question, the adding. and we get the we're, percentage we're, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's because you that's because you bust the quiz master's balls. It's, and it's, that's yeah. why he has tougher. Like this one's gonna be like Chim's in love with a waitress, and he wants to tip like thirty three percent, and it's uh, seventy six dollars. Like, all right, Tom, dial in here. Okay, I might not even. Okay. Did we lose the quiz master? Oh, oh he's getting uh, briefly. Phone. No, no, okay. I'm back. I'm okay, back. he's good. Okay. Okay, so oh, we're I'm back. Um okay. if two teams combine for nine goals and one team wins by five, what is the score of that game? Oh. If two teams combine for nine, for nine. goals, yeah, and one team wins by five, what's the score of the game? They win by five or they had five goals. They win, win. by five. Five four. Is that win? That's not win by five. No. <laughs> that sounds like a. Oh final my goodness! Or... No, 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 Jim, Jim, you, you, you had it, dude. No, okay, Mace, Mace, hold on. I, I have a question. Is no, it? I want to hear did it. They again, score Adam. five goals, or no, if two? If two teams yeah, combine for nine boys. goals and yeah. one team wins by five. Oh, one win. winning margin is five goals. Guys don't listen what is the well. score of the game? No, Polly, we got this. Yeah, I got it already. Come yeah, on, Tom. Yeah. They won by five I needed goals. needed an answer. They, they won is, by this, five this goals. Like 45 seconds. They won five by four. four. <laughs> it's the only way. <laughs> <laughs> it's not five four. It's not okay, five four. I don't know. I don't know, dude. <laughs> seven, two, Polly, seven two. Seven two. Uh, wow. That, uh, that, that is, is seven two is the correct answer. <laughs> That was a bad question. Tom, what are you saying? 5'4", Tom. I'm like, 5'4". there scratching his head. Because goes, I'm never going to get this kid into RBC. <laughs> Glad he went the insurance Hey, 3'3", three, three, I don't care. Lollygag. They don't oh. ask call, baby. Let's go. I think it's 2'2", two, two, right. isn't it? It's 3'3". Oh, is it 3'3"? Yeah. We're three, last category, back. right? Both teams yeah, are last, batting 100%. Name, there has been no stealing available yet. This is unbelievable. Yeah, that's true. Well, there, there should have been last question. <laughs> <laughs> Here's my final answer, guys. Okay. What, what's the category? Okay, it's name the player. <laughs> name the name player. player. Chim, Chim. Okay. okay. You watch a lot of this, hockey, Chim. Quiet. This is for Roberto and Pauly. Yep. This player was drafted by a Canadian team and recently drafted by the Seattle Kraken in the expansion draft. Although he is a two-time NHL All-Star, his most famous moment came in 2009 World Juniors located in Ottawa, Ontario. Easy, easy cash. Holly, that's Everly, eh? Yeah. Jordan Everly? Yeah, that is, that is correct. Yeah, we scored, yeah, Jordan Everly. Yeah. That okay, is Tom, correct. To push it, Tom. To push it, Tom. All right. If, there, if, if, Mace, if you honestly didn't give the World Junior part, I don't know if they would have got it. Yeah, we would have got it. Yeah, we would have got it. Don't okay. worry. Okay, all right, yeah. That's good though. Here we right, go. Here we go, Tom. I would have got seven. I would have got seven two a lot quicker than you guys. <laughs> Tom dialing. Tom dialing. Yeah, I'm good. This player has won a Stanley Cup with Colorado, two Olympic gold medals, and has a shootout move named after him. Forsberg. P. 
Peter Forsberg. Correct. Final answer. Correct. Yeah. yeah. I almost wow. went Sackick right off the bat. Yeah, then then, he, said, then he said shootout, uh, shootout right Did, after. Do we have overtime questions here, Mason? Yes. Oh, yeah, we have to. Oh, this is the first Corny's quiz that's ever gone into overtime. Okay, so I'm going to ask the question and both whoever says it faster wins. Wow. Because oh, Paul, Paul and Tom. What, are, what, hap- what no, happens if Paul there's a wrong Tom, answer? Can you say it twice? Like, can you answer whoever, more than once? It, it, you'll get it quick. It, it, well, one of you will get it right away. Okay, so it's whoever. So it's an whoever easy says, question. Yes, easy question. Okay. Hey, Tom. Hey, Tom, yeah. get close to that mic. You ready to yell? <laughs> Right. Wait, is it just me against my dad here? Like, no, no, well, no, no. It's you guys are wired oh, in together. Okay. So, battle, okay. battle royale. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> How many games would a team play if they win the Stanley Cup while only losing three games? 19, oh. 13. 19. Polly, winner. Ding, oh ding, my ding. gosh, Polly. Wow. Yeah. Click on the Jump buzzer. I, th- I said 13 because I was like, they went 13 and three, one in 16 games, you know? That makes no sense. That makes no, no. sense. You, so, you can't do that. Congratulations. Our guests have Jim, won Jim, again. BTB 0 and 2. So hold on. The question it's like it's but the like question. I thought the question the counted. Ridiculous. I thought the yeah. question counted regular season games. If they played a full season, that's what I heard. I don't know. I don't I heard, know. I heard playoff season. We can play the tape. Oh, back. playoffs. We'll have to yeah. roll the tape. But we are gracious in defeat. 0 oh, and 2, Tom. I don't know what no, we're going to do. 0 1 and 1. 0 oh, 1 and 1, dude. Yeah, yeah OT loss. OT Yeah, yeah. We give, him, give him a point. <laughs> 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 like, we're good. Uh, too good. Need the tiebreaker to make the playoffs. Oh, I honestly might confess the rules for overtime is kind of bunk, but um, we should have had a question again, too, like to go back. but. It's all you good. A, you didn't have a question. No, like you fast enough. No, we don't have a buzzer like one hand behind the back. You know, like it's not family feud style. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's oh, good. Mace, Mace, good questions. But... Yeah. All right. Uh, what a quiz! What a quiz! Um, all right. On to the next uh, topic that we have our, our gracious guests on for is the BTB hockey pool that they're both in. Um, so. Roberto had quite the spreadsheet. Him and uh, Whitehead both came in with a spreadsheet, both came in with a plan, and it's paid off. Whitehead is 10 and 0. No one has beat Whitehead. We have Roberto just missing 9 and 1 with one. Uh, who is that one loss to? Hey, Mr. Whitehead. <laughs> was it Mr. Whitehead? Yeah. Yeah. yeah makes sense. The Greek Freak, 9 and 1. Um, we have McKay at seven and three. I'm I'm at six and four with Polly V, who's uh who's on the podcast, obviously. Greener five and five, Brett four and six, uh, the insider, Zach Matheson, four and six, um little Giroux four and six, one of the most disappointing players. Um Mackey three and seven. The most disappointing is Mason. Whoa, Money whoa, Savage. Whoa, whoa. I've at, doubled my win totals since at, the last at two time and eight. Um, <laughs> Meg, Meg, one and nine. She's gonna need to shake it up. And Calvin Piro uh, at zero and ten. Uh, we're gonna have to do some revenue sharing with him. Um, yeah, so that's the league right now. Uh, the the whole break, the whole COVID, kind of like I I didn't set my lineup for at least two weeks. Um, so. Let's let's hear from our guests here, Paulie or, or Roberto, whoever wants to take off here. Uh, thoughts on the BTB hockey pool? 
Um, I'll go first, Robbie. Yeah, the yeah, thanks for extending that second week when there was a bit of the break because I think I was playing Brett and after six days it was 14 points to 11. So uh, it was tough. Um, I, I don't want to foreshadow anything and, and I'm not, um, don't want to jinx myself, but three, we're three days into the week, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, I'm playing uh, Mr. Whitehead. And at the current time, I have a slight lead, although he's projected to beat me up a little bit later. So um, my, what I'm doing is working for me for the most part. And um, I think at the end of the day, he does have the better team, but the better team doesn't always win. Ooh, just like the Leafs and the Habs. Habs. Does they Corey, suck, Mason. Does oh, Corey, my God. Does Corey Price want to come back to that Corey, show? Corey. Corey, yeah, I don't think Corey wants to come back. <laughs> uh, Caulfield has more playoff goals than Marner. Uh, Suzuki Mason, has more playoff Mason, Mason, Mason. When Justin Hall Matthews. has more goals than Caulfield this year, there's an issue, okay? When, when you get, play, he read playoff stats. You, you're unfamiliar with those. Um, they won't make the playoffs this year. Playoffs? Um, <laughs> That's fine. If they and before we get into a, a battle, now let's get to our other guest, Roberto, who's at nine yeah. and one. Yeah. What's your insights on the on the league so far? I don't think it's a secret that you need good centermen like to do well in this league. And that was like that was Max and I's strategy. And it's like I mean, you got one of my top point getters is Ryan O'Reilly, and the other one is Jonathan Taves, and they're both struggling this season offensively. But I mean, O'Reilly gets like seventeen faceoffs a night, and he's been crushing it. So. Um, I, I think we got to shout out Brett though. And I texted Tommy about this. Uh, Brian Russ comes back from injury five point night sitting on Brett's bench and IR. So that's a tough one. Uh, might be a reason that he's four and six. Um, but otherwise I think, you know, a lot of matchups have been really close. Um, this week, it might be my closest one yet with greener greeners really been pushing. Like he's got a really yeah. good team and I think Cage he's sitting match. at five and five. So he could be a team that, you know, in the second half of the season comes up. Uh, I think we got to talk about Mace having like Caulfield for a good part of this season too on his team and Caulfield being in the AHL at some point. So, um, yeah. And, and Mace <laughs> yeah, has been non-existent. McDavid, on, McDavid shots, on his bench. Shots, shots fired. I think Mason drafted Byfield too. The, no, the, he, he drafted uh, Damien Drew. Oh, um, what was I going to say? Happily drafted Dom. I don't know what I was going to say about the pool. I was going to say something. Now I'm completely forgotten. I personally guarantee I'll make it. the playoffs. The The season is very long. Like, we have a long ways to go. Like, we oh. are in – this I is remember. the official halfway point, actually. Um, yeah. Week 24 is the fi finals. Playoffs start on the 20 – on week 22. Um, and I think trade deadline is end of April, I think so. End of April. April. Um, <laughs> yeah, there. so that's that's where we're at, the B2B hockey pool. Yes, Paul? Are we going to um, – Relook at what we're doing through the Olympic break now that games are going to be played, or we or will they be will the league take a pause? I think they'll keep trying. No one, no one's. Uh, I think that's their time to try and catch up. They probably budgeted for the break now. That's what, when you try and get those postponed games in. Um, so yeah, we'll just, see. Owen Power going to go play for. for uh, Owen Power going to go play uh, um, for uh, Team Canada. So I'll be sick. Yeah. And in about three years, he'll get dealt out of Buffalo because he will hate his life. But um, 
Anyways, I wanted to say something. You guys gave me a bunch of shit for drafting Matthews ahead of McDavid. He's got more fantasy points in our league, just letting you guys know, because he takes, like Roberto said, more face-offs. So we'll leave it at that, because I'm 8-1 or 9-1. I'm going to be 10-1. I don't even know. So. so Tom, you're welcome for the you fleeced me on the hurdle deal where I tried to pick up a couple oh. defensemen and so he's got, I, my, I, he's got my first name. He's got my first name minus the age. I think it's T O M A S. So listen, kind I'm nine and one, and I've still dished out one of my top players. So you're welcome, Tom. There you go. Thank you. There you go. Um, all right. We missed it, guys. Uh anything we missed. Polly always likes to send a text after episodes. We we always miss something. Um the only thing world, uh, juniors, world juniors, juniors, yeah, world juniors, we didn't talk about. Um, we'll talk we, about that next episode. We do have a, a guest coming on who, who may be closely tied to the world juniors, so we'll, we'll wait for that. That's just a gone what I think and we missed talking about a little bit when we talked about the OHL and like how they're going to be no fans, this and that. I think the OHL trade deadline is this week, and there was a rumor from the OHL insider, I'm not sure who runs that Twitter account, that Chase Stillman might be get sent out of Subbury. And Farrell might come back on the other deal. So that would be yeah. Let's just not. Okay, did did Subbury draft before they did right before uh, Farrell? Yeah, yes, first overall. Yeah, but, oh, first overall. Oh, been musty okay, yet. okay, okay, okay. I, I don't want to say anything again. Uh, musty's good, yes. But I mean, let's just not take a local kid. I know it was first overall, but then let's trade our first round pick in the NHL there for a guy that we could have drafted. It doesn't really logically makes sense that they're trading for you're, you're wrong on this one i think tom i think you're wrong because ferron's got a couple more years to play and stillman's out i know thank you paul yeah sorry, i don't think he's had sorry, a great sorry, year sorry. either but so. i had this conversation with roberto earlier why not trade these guys like we even talked about jack thompson if they if they knew the wolves were going to make a run jack thompson was lighting up the league in the first month and a half why not trade him then when his value is like a gazillion dollars like I don't know. His stock's yeah, kind of lower now. Yeah. Like, I don't know. But I think when, when you look at a trade, it takes two people to dance. So maybe they were shopping like anyone and, and the price is too high. So I you know. say no. Right? Anyways, I'm, not, I'm not a GM of trade that. deadlines coming. We also will have a guest to talk about trade deadline. We're all, we're getting all buckled up for that. So we're, we're very excited about that. Um, but yeah, other than that, boys, I need to read you an ad read though. No, I, I missed. I miss not wearing my retainer after my braces came off, and I think I'm getting braces again. No! no. <laughs> Could you imagine oh, you in the me. classroom with braces on? <laughs> well, that's why they're I need gonna, to get them before I'm done teacher's calling. They're, they're going to they're gonna think you're a student. Might as well put a yeah. diaper back on too, Mace. Mason, you've got a million-dollar smile right now. You don't need you don't need a retainer, stinking retainer. No, it's there's teeth I, collapsing. It's not good. Who wow. did I call you before, James Franco? Is that what I called you? Dave. 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 Who's is James the brother? Yes. Yeah. Yes, Tom. You would be right on that. Yes. <laughs> hey, you know, you know what you guys missed? If if I may be so bold, oh, but the, the last episode was in a previous year. We're now into a like happy new year, everyone. Oh. Like 2022. I know it hasn't started great with with this COVID. Chip. Review and discussion. Happy but, New Year, dude. But happy, <laughs> yeah. Bon anno. Happy New Year to to all the great. How do you fans. say it in Greece? Chronia pola. Chronia pola. Jim, your dash went early there. With in Daxi. In Daxi. Okay, let uh, me do the ad read here. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. We have our we have our sponsor. You should read it. Yeah. Yes, yeah. our sponsor is here, so I should read it. Yeah. Um, so Missin uh, is a local apparel company specializing in comfortable and affordable streetwear. 
The brand helps bring awareness to youth mental illness with the brand's not alone line, raising funds for organizations providing mental health resources to youth in Ottawa and soon to be in Sudbury. Visit their website to check them out at www.justmissin.com or check them out on their Instagram page at justmissin. When you do purchase, Just Missin has set up our BTB fans and listeners up with a promo code. At checkout, type in the promo code BTB20, that is BTB20 for 20% off all apparel on the Just Missing website, a deal you can't beat for already affordable clothing. And like Chamil mentioned earlier in the episode, we have the Junkyard Dogs t-shirts that are listed on the Missing website along with the special edition BTB hoodie where you can find it on the Missing website as well. How about that? Wow, Tom. Holy. Mace Mace gives me a thumb up. That's that's when I know I did good. I'm gonna sleep good tonight, Mace. Thank you. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Um, all right. Well, I think that's gonna do it for the episode. Uh, listen, uh, very happy to have our gracious guests, Paul Vlahaus and Roberto Bagnao, to come on the pod and, and have a chat and uh, that, well, not dust us, uh, nail biter in the Courtney's quiz, but uh, very happy to have them on. Uh, like Paulie uh, mentioned, happy new year to everyone. Um, take care. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll get through this COVID thing, um, one way or another. Um, any last words from our guests here, Paulie, I'll let you take it. Oh, once again, uh, thanks guys. It's, it's, uh, it's been a slice. Keep doing what you're doing. I'm really proud of what you've created in terms of, uh, community support and awareness and in the mental health space, as well as, uh, providing support, uh, to, uh, to other organizations and, and, uh, and being, um, and, and having fun along the way. So, um, Keep keep doing it, Robbie. Nice to uh, nice to connect with you. It's been been a while since we played mini sticks, and uh, I, and I've had to um, uh, make sure there was no infighting and stuff. So good good to see your smiling face, and I hope you're well in Ottawa. And uh, he's, quick, he's, quick, he's home in summer. Oh, sorry. Well, when you get back to Ottawa, and quick recovery with your uh, with your knee. Knee. <laughs> thank you, Paul. I appreciate it. Thank you, and obviously thank you, boys, for uh, for having us on and. Uh, and obviously for the partnership here with Missing, I think we've said it before, BTB Missing to the moon. And hey, 2022 is off to a good start with the T. So I think it's uh, maybe a little bit of foreshadowing of what's ahead for us too. So thanks again, boys. One more thing I wanted to say. Did you see the article that Finland is going to four-day work weeks? I, I knew you like you if you ever gone into like in house is that what it's first called? thing I mandate is four day work weeks <laughs> Dude, six hour uh, num- days Jim. number one that's my number one thing when I become prime minister shout um, I don't know why anyways. I just thought of that but I wanted to tell you that before we ended it <laughs> anyways so. yeah good stuff uh, with that everyone take care happy new year and get your junkyard t-shirts take care
Took that chance. 